before we um, do it to it, I want to introduce my producer and my good friend, Al Kane. Al, say hello. Hey, yeah, I'm off off camera, but I'm here. Off camera, but he's always watching. Like God, kind of. Exactly. You kind of sound like God, too, your voice. One day I hope to play God. Yeah. Like Morgan Freeman. You, I think you could be the next Morgan. That, and you can also um like do nature documentaries, too. Oh, that's the dream. Yeah. I could do that. Or like a space documentary. Like it's, I can yeah. imagine like your voice like bellowing out in like an IMAX theater. <laughs> Thank you. That's so sweet. Yeah, I would love that one day. Um, very talented man we have here. So you're a producer, um, and then what else? Do you comedy writing? How yeah, would you describe yourself? I'm a I'm a comedy and podcast producer. Over in New York, I would do some comedy shows, set up comedy shows, and I help uh, make podcasts. I people need help making a podcast. They don't know how to do it themselves or. They just need uh, the right thing. Sometimes they don't know how to record right, or sometimes they want to promote a podcast. I help them out, and I have my own podcast. You go go ahead, plug it, plug it. Oh, okay. That's interviews for the mind, and that's on in, in iTunes and Spotify and uh, what else? SoundCloud, all that stuff. You have a lot of good interviews on there, like Thank a Rogan esque type um, podcast, and you're also an adult film star. Yeah. <laughs> It's Which true. well, we won't talk about it today, but in the it will get into it in the future. That's you true. also have your own One channel day. on Pornhub. That's a whole podcast episode. Yes. Um, speaking of whole episodes, yesterday at my apartment, so I'm I walked into my apartment and I go to get on. I'm about to get on the elevator and I look towards the front door and I see this guy kind of flagging me down, trying to get in. Now, um, I feel like anybody who lives in an apartment building knows this predicament like they always tell you don't let anybody in if they're a resident they have a key and they'll let themselves in anybody else is like a stranger and god knows what they're there for but it's awkward when someone's standing there asking you to let them in and you just like ignore them normally i do anyway because i don't give a shit i don't know what came over me yesterday but i just went and i didn't even look to see if the guy had a key i just i let him in and i as soon as i let him in i looked down and realized he had a half empty corona um, in his hand, which isn't super strange, except for the fact that it was 1030 in the morning. Um, I don't want to judge, but like this isn't Louisiana. Like, why are you walking around in the middle of like a weekday with a half drank can of beer? Um, so now I'm like, of course, I go into like full blown panic mode. I'm like, great, this guy's going to fucking kill somebody in the building and it's going to be my fault because that's where my and then like I'm like all right maybe I'll go tell the building manager but I know she's going to be mad and I don't like to disappoint Mary Alice because she's the greatest and I don't know I just like I knew I could see the look of like sorrow in her eyes like if I said that to her so I'm like oh so now I'm finishing getting ready in my apartment and every time I hear a noise, I'm like convinced it's somebody getting like bludgeoned to death by the guy that I let in. Like I'm a hundred percent think like I could see the Dateline episode playing out in my head. So now like this was my screw up. So now I feel compelled to like go secure the perimeter. So then I go back out of my apartment. I'm like checking. I'm not even kidding. I'm checking the stairwells. I like check both garages, the laundry room looking for this dude. I mean, I couldn't find him. So I gave up and then I remembered that it's Mardi Gras. So I'm like, I'm thinking that maybe even even though, again, it was kind of early to be drinking. I'm hoping that this guy was like going to a Mardi Gras party and just wanted to start early. He sort of had that like look about him. Like he looked like he sold voodoo dolls for a living. It was like a unbuttoned like black like dress shirt and like a fedora and like his eyes were kind of glazed over. So I was like, fuck, I hope so. Um in which case, it would make sense to act like you're from Louisiana and drink in the middle of the day. Uh, 
But yeah, I'm glad. Do you have you ever called the police in your lifetime for anything? Yeah, one time a guy got in a motorcycle accident when I was walking down the street, and Oof. he fell off his motorcycle. And the, so I guess that wasn't the police. I was just like nine nine one one, and yeah. it, was, it was normal dispatcher, and mm-hmm. they asked what happened. I told them. So no, I haven't called the police. Um, see, but that's like a reasonable like. Of course, you would call emerge like nine one one when something like that happens. Yeah. Um, I'm a little bit different. Mm-hmm. I have a tendency to overreact from time to time. Okay. So one time this was like, uh, I guess I was still in college. So I was like running around my neighborhood, right. As like all the little kids are getting out of school, right. Buses dropping everybody off. And I see this older guy in an SUV, like continuously circling the block over and over and over again. So I'm like, all right, whatever. Not a big deal. Then I see him stop some young boy and say, hey, do you want a ride? And the kid says no. And then he was like, no, no, get in the car. And the kid just takes off and runs. This is my own neighborhood. So I'm like, what the fuck? So immediately I like, like, you know, I need to speak to the manager. I like get out my phone. I call the police and I tell them, I'm like, I'm not sure what happened. Like it might not be an emergency, but I just wanted to call anyway. So it being a small town, they send, I, no exaggeration, five squad cars and the chief of police to my neighborhood like they're already fucking canvassing this place like it's like that show without a trace i'm like holy shit so i call my brother who's like six years younger than me and i describe now they're looking for the kid they're worried that he got the kid i describe the kid to my brother and he's like he's like oh yeah that's like that's joey so-and-so i know where he lives so my brother, we both meet at the house, right? And with like four cops behind us, kid opens the door. I'm like, oh my God, thank God you're okay. I saw that guy. He was like, oh yeah, that was my friend's grandfather. Just wanted to know if I wanted a ride home. I'm like, now the, my fa- I just, I couldn't even like, I like meekly turned around and looked at the cop and he was like, he's like, you know, you did the right thing. Like could have been, but I could tell that they were going to be like howling, laughing at this, like later on at the station. But what, first of all, even if you're someone's like, you know, grandpa's friend, why are you driving around after school? Like, I'm still suspect of the fucking guy. It was weird. OK. And then it. Uh, yeah, I think that's strange. But then meanwhile, I am like I shamed the family. I embarrassed my whole family. My brother literally was like didn't want me walking home with him because he didn't want people to know that we shared a house. But it's also like we live in a small town. Like if I called that in in like downtown L.A., like they would send one cop out six weeks later to like check in on it. So there, everything's like high, like, you know, high priority. But that wasn't even like the worst time. Like that was like semi-legitimate because everybody's concerned like a pedophile might be in the neighborhood. That's like, okay. Another time I was running. It's always when I'm jogging too, like this shit happens. Um, a, I saw a skunk in the middle of the street with his head stuck in a Dunkin' Donuts cup, which is like, first of all, how the fuck does that happen? Second of all, why would I, am I the one that has to find the skunk? And now I'm like, Oh, it, it, maybe it's not going to be able to eat anymore. Now it's going to die in the Dunkin' Donuts cup. And like, what kind of way is that for a skunk to go? So I posted up on my story and people start like DMing me advice. Like someone was like, like my friend Kara was like, oh, like you got to throw a blanket over it so it doesn't spray you and then like wrestle the cup. I'm like, all right, I'm not going to do that. So eventually I just call the police because I'm like, fuck it. I'll just give them something to do. The minute I call and give my name over the phone, the like the cup pops off his head and the thing runs off like god forbid it happened 10 seconds earlier before they even know who's calling like now i've embarrassed myself and there's literally no emergency skunk is free now are you calling 911 or are you calling like the police department number 
uh well for for the for the fake pedophile like when i thought i was like joe walsh i yeah. called actual 911 okay. that seemed like an emergency skunk i knew well enough to call like the police dispatch okay um and then yeah it's just i don't know dude i, like, I get upset and also i'm like not like a big dog person but i also never like to see an animal hurt like does that make sense mm. like i don't like like there are people who like they want their dogs like like licking them and like like living in like fucking showering with them like i don't get that and mm. that that's big here in la that's not for me but i also like don't want any animals to like be suffering so anytime i see something like that i feel like i need to help so another time i saw like a fox that look underfed in the park and I like at the time I was dating the mayor's son. So I like called him up and I'm like, you gotta fucking do something about this shit. I'm like, he was like, what do you mean? He's like, it's probably, I'm like, no, like it's, it looked like it had mange. I looked it up and then like every t- smart, like Fox are like, they're very smart. So every time I would go running in the park, I would see the same one. I felt like we had like a bond, like we had a friendship. I was like, I gotta get this. I gotta get this guy some help. So I called the police and this guy was like, well, you know, foxes around here, like just tend to be skinny. I'm like, what are you a fucking expert? Like you're a cop. You should get this thing help, you know? I was so upset. It was so annoyed. Um, but whatever. But yeah, luckily this time I didn't call the police. I considered it, but then I was like, I could see the scene once again unfold. Because Beverly Hills is similar to my hometown in the sense that like it's a very low like crime rate. So if you call the police, like 86 of them show up for like a fender bender. So like, I didn't really want the SWAT team coming out, you know, on my behalf for the voodoo guy um what a, oh what'd you do for valentine's day uh worked which i was happy to because i i never have any plans on valentine's day you don't no Sa- yeah i'm not a romantic i'm not a i'm not a guy that goes out and woos woman yeah i mean that's listen i'm also like a serial what's like the opposite of a serial um hmm. i'm like just like a serial lonely person i'm sure there's a term for it i just definitely, don't know it definitely but yeah i've never celebrated like a valentine's day i feel like it, that for me is just like a day to go out and get drunk with like my single girlfriends okay is that what you did um yeah also known as every other weekend so it doesn't <laughs> it's not really a big deal um no but I, so i actually went to the bar with my friends i went to this cool whiskey bar um called old man bar have you ever heard of it no down in colbert it's cool kind of reminds me of death and company um but as you know, I like whiskey bars. I like like dark, dank places. Do they exclusively sell whiskey? Is that what they do? I mean, you can get any kind of drink there, but it's like it's designed like the whole wall is whiskey. Okay. So it's like racks and racks and racks and like, you know, ranging from like $12 glasses, like all the way up to like, you know, $130, $140 glass whiskey. Mm-hmm. So, um, but something for everybody. So we go there. It's kind of quiet. And I like assume that it's going to be like a chill night. Um, but no, I got groped. Whoa. I know, which is like, that hasn't happened to me since the bottle waitressing days. Uh, it's been a while since somebody has just like blatantly like grabbed a body part. So we're at the bar and there's this dude next to us and he's he's with some other girl. And like judging by the look of the whole, I felt like they had just met in like an airport bathroom like a couple hours ago. Like it was like a very dismal scene. Um, like I think she was just lonely and desperate. It was Valentine's Day and he was just desperate to begin with. She kind of looked like she reminded me of like an extra from Coyote Ugly. Like she was like kind of cute, but also kind of weathered. Uh, a lot of tattoos. I think she was also wearing a leather vest, which was like a strange, like an interesting choice. Um, and then he kind of looked. Remember the comedian Greg Giraldo? Yeah. Um, really talented guy. He like I, he died kind of young, um, but he looked a lot like a sweaty, um, like down on his luck Greg Giraldo, and. So there, two of them are at the bar and she goes to the bathroom and 
he looks over at my friend and he goes also by the way like the fact that like we were in like an axis like we were like the axis of fucking evil with like our backs to you should give you the like the hint that we're probably not there to chill especially if you're like a drunken buffoon but whatever so he it like literally like interjects between me and my friend and he looks at the other one he goes he's like yo you know you you look really intense like i took one look at you and my dick went soft i was like oh and also he was southern so like i don't even know like you know i was like my dick went soft like it was like some it was also like it was that added insult to injury that you also said it and you're like fucking slow ass drawl that's like first of all if you're from the south like you get to be mean to people zero percent of the time like yeah, I'm, you know, like that might be mean, like guys fucking catch up, catch up to the rest of America. Like, and I'm not saying it politically and I'm not saying it like you're stupid. It's literally just the way you talk and do shit. Speed it the fuck up. It takes you two minutes to get through one fucking sentence. Like, you know, it's one vowel. It should take one second to say there. It's every sentence that comes out of their mouth. I feel like I'm on acid. It like takes it's like takes a different shape and it weaves around and comes back and gets back. What are you doing? Just say the fucking word. So that was the other thing, too, is he was like, you look really intense. I took one look at you. My dick went soft. First of all, it just sounded fucking terrible. I couldn't. It was so annoying. So I like didn't even know what to say like and my friend looked at him and she's like yeah I, I think that happens to you a lot which was like a, she was very snappy with the comeback I was already like three drinks in so there's no hope for me so then his lady friend comes back they start making out like fucking apes in heat at the bar like knocking shit over knocking glasses over they like I was trying to like box out like I was like in you know on the basketball court I was trying to fucking get rid of him they finally the bartender like cuts him off he's like you gotta go so as he goes to leave he reaches around, like grabs my right tit to like get me out of the way. And like, if you need me to move, like just put your hand on my shoulder at most and just kind of like scoot me over. Don't fucking grab my boob like it's an avocado at Whole Foods and you're checking to make sure that it's like ripe but not too ripe to take it home. Like it was not even because like I feel like when I tell people that like they always want to be like, oh, like, are you sure he wasn't just some I'm like, no, this wasn't like a boob graze like he full on reached around and there was like a squeezing motion. I was like, what the f and you know what pissed me off even more was that I was so in shock. I didn't even say anything to the guy like, you know, like I always thought I'd be the kind of person who like if that happened to me, like I'd like lose my shit and then back. But I was like so caught in the moment. I didn't even know what to do. Like I'm yeah. like, did that just happen? I wouldn't like that. You wouldn't like that either. No, last weekend, I went to uh, Universal Studios, and there was the Walking Dead attraction. Mm -hmm. And uh, they have little zombies, and the zombies touched me. I didn't like that. And oh, yeah. I, and, so. I, and I went on a like a, an attraction that was supposed to do that. If it was some drunk guy at a bar, I would hate that. No, yeah. That's like, well, most people like don't like people in their, in their personal space. So no. like groping. And your boob. My boob, nonetheless. Yeah. It was like, dude, that is like, in case you were confused, like that is not a handle to be to move somebody with. And um, I'm not going to name names, but I was like telling, a, you know, a few different people. I was entertaining them with the story. And it's people who have said shit to me in the past about how I dress. And I, I could tell by the look on their face that they wanted to say to me like, and, I, and people have said this to me before, like, well, you know, you put it out there and you're bound to attract people. Bullshit. You can look like looking is fine, but don't ever put your hands on someone. Like if someone's stark naked, like gawk at them all you want, but you don't just get to put your hands on somebody. Like 
I, like to me, that's such a weird like the fact that people think that that's OK just because you dress a certain way is like a bizarre like notion to me. Like, OK, a lot. Are you into cars? You like cars? Yeah. As much as any other guy, but not like I'm not a mechanic. You're not like an enthusiast. No. Nah. But that's like a thing. Like, I feel like guys are into cars. Like you see a Lamborghini and like, you know, in a parking lot. Like, do you go up and put your hands all over it that's and rub okay. up on it? That's not OK. No, you wouldn't because you're not from the South. So you wouldn't do weird fucking shit like that. You know, you wouldn't just go up and, you know, put your shit. Imagine. But like, so you won't do that to the car. But do like dudes will do that to a chick. Like, that's so fucked up, you know, like and again, when people get on my case about what I wear, I think it's the craziest thing because I don't think it's a big deal. Mm -hmm. I think whoever you are, wherever you are, like you wear whatever you feel best in, whether it's sweats, a suit, a skimpy, like it, it shouldn't matter. And like we've all made assumptions based on appearances, but to think that, you know, anything for sure based on said appearance is just wild. Like, I wear tight clothes. I have the thought nails. I have, like, ginormous tits that are, like, always sort of at attention. But I can count on my one hand how many guys I've slept with, okay? So it doesn't, like, what does it tell you? You have no idea. And then I, in college, I was friends with this girl who every day she'd come to class, no makeup, you know, hair, like, you know, unbrushed, uh, like, shitty clothes. Like, she just, and not, like, in the cute college, like, I don't give a shit kind of way. Like, in, like, a she had fallen on hard times kind of way like she just you know she didn't care at all about her appearance um but meanwhile this girl also had her clit pierced she had an entire album of nudes in her phone i sat next to her for a whole semester so there was like we i got she shared a lot uh she had a whole album of nudes in her phone that she would like casually send out to guys like they were mailers like coupon mailers at like 2 p.m on a tuesday and she was into like really kinky shit like things that like even someone like me like I, I can't even I don't even want to describe it but, she, but the things that she would tell me that she would do and that I was like well that's like that's like the dark corner of Pornhub is where you got to go to like find that shit and then and then all of that's fine like do whatever you want this is a democracy but my point is that you can't judge a book by its cover like you would look at her and think she was like this meek quiet person she does nothing and meanwhile she's like a fucking lunatic you know outside of uh daylight hours I guess you could say and then again you look at me and you think all this stuff and it's just not the case so I think to just you know to tell somebody oh you shouldn't dress like that because people will think well, like the people who think like that fuck them mm -hmm. you know Jeffrey Dahmer had like a rock hard body and a jawline that went on for days he, he also ate people That's okay. True. okay Post Malone talented artist seems like a sweetheart of a guy literally looks like a meth cook from the Ozarks that may or may not be fucking two of his first cousins. Like you just, you just don't know. You don't know. Like, you know, you know who else I all like Jeff Bezos. Like if Jeff Bezos wasn't Jeff Bezos, what do you think he'd be fucking doing right now with that look? Uh, H and R block. At, on a good day, Al <laughs> on a fucking good day. Also shout out to Patrick at H and R block who does my taxes. There we go who's a silver fox. So we don't, we don't want to show on H and R block. I, they would give me a good tax return. Um, but Jeff Bezos, like he is one of the richest, most powerful men in the world. And Jeff Bezos looks like Tilda Swinton and Gollum from Lord of the Rings had a baby. And you can't tell me that's not true. That is his aesthetic. One of the most successful people in history. This guy also looked like he crawled out of middle earth two minutes ago. Like you just, you never know. You never know. You cannot judge a book, you know, by its cover and I just think that 
you should dress and wear whatever makes you the happiest. You know, again, I don't care. It's not like I'm saying you have to look like me. I just want you to look like however you want and own it. Like life is short. I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. And the only thing that would be worse than getting hit by a bus would be getting hit by a bus and looking like shit. You know, if, if I'm laying in the street, like I at least want people to be like, oh, at least she was fucking good looking. Look at that hot dead girl and, the, you know, splattered across the road. I want the headline to be like hot girl, nice rack dies on Wilshire Boulevard. Not, you know, woman hit by bus outfit looked worse than the mangled body. You know, you got to think about that shit. It's also why I keep uh, I keep makeup like I keep spare makeup in my uh, earthquake, like evacuation, my emergency kit that they tell you to prepare. And they're like, oh, bring water and bring like some medication. I threw some makeup and like a nice outfit in there because I want the, the first responders to, to get to me first. You know, makes sense. Yeah. And, you know, like they're out there like, no, we don't pay it. Like we're just it's on like a case by case. Listen, you know, you ever you ever seen survivor videos of shit? It's like where there were only good looking people that needed rescue. No. See, they pick, dude. Don't think they don't. Don't think that it's equal when, you know, you're in the shit. Rose Titanic. Yeah, exactly. She lived. She lived. Yeah. The, the fucking ugly, you know, maid that was, you know, mopping up the steerage. Did, she, did we hear about her? Nope. Nope. Violinist? No. Nobody cares about them. Nope. Uh, have you ever seen that Ken Burns? Oh, well, there's like a million Ken Burns documents, but the one he did on country music. I have no idea what Ken Burns is or country music. Oh, Christ. Well, <laughs> I was trying to like, I was trying to throw a bone to the people in the South because I kind of shit on them earlier. So I was trying to like. Okay. I was they, to, they deserve it. Uh, you know, I just like, you know, listen, there are certain things like. That you guys have done like barbecue, you know, Waffle House, um, oh, fuck, I don't know, Leonard Skinner. People love NASCAR. Na- yeah, NASCAR. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it, but someone does. But it's like, you know what? You guys have way too many complaints for people who contribute very little to the fucking country. Like, if America were a family, you'd be the Aunt Edna from Chevy Chase's family vacation of the family. You don't do a whole lot, you know. But you certainly bitch a lot, and it's and you take fucking forever to do anything. Civil rights, last fucking people to get it done, you know? Or even, look, look, look go back to slavery. Guys, you know, we're a legitimate country now. We got to tighten up. Can't have slaves anymore. It's kind of fucked up. No. Dude, just fucking get with the program, for Christ's sakes. Anything that everybody wants to do, like join the, join the modern times, there's got to be some pushback from the South. And guys, let me tell you something. Unless you're bringing something dynamite to the table, you're always the first. It works like that in companies. You can't be a loud mouth and be shitty and also not contribute. Your ass will be gone. If we annexed Alabama, Louisiana, Mississippi tomorrow, you know what would happen? Nothing. Fucking, you wouldn't even know until you started, until you were like, oh, wait, did, were they with us before? I would gladly take Puerto Rico and place it somewhere. And guys, you're gonna, the people are like, oh, like that's shitty. You're me. No, I just want to see. I'm challenging you. Fucking bring something to the table that we can deal with. And also talk faster. Dude, time is money and your take. It's so annoying. And also cost of living is $4 down there. They're always complaining about jobs. Dude, your rent is already $16 a month. How much more do you want, dude? How much more do you want? I just, it's like the gratuitous complaining that comes from, you know, Below the Mason-Dixon line is egregious. Yeah, but then uh, we the North has some problems too. I mean, we have the, the, the Dakotas, 
We got the yeah. we got the the Minnesota. Well, now you're talking about the Heartland. That's like a whole different. Yeah, Alaska. Mm. Yeah, I know. I think there's a problem everywhere. Yeah, I just and like I said, I'm not saying that there aren't good people in the South or that they, but it's like collectively, you it's like collectively over time, you guys just fucking get your shit together. Come on, people will be like. Everybody thinks, you know, people from the South are racist. Well, because you fucking are. Like, you need, like, I mean, it's just so, it's just, it's crazy to me. The whole transgender bathroom thing, you know, let it go. Oh, actually, I'm so glad you brought that up because somebody brought it up to me the other day. And listen, I, uh, the concern was, the complaint was that they felt like they wouldn't want their ki- to send their kids to the bathroom because somebody from like the opposites that you, I'm sure they're, what they're worried about is men, men being in there when they, Here's a thought. Don't let your kid go into a public restroom. A public restroom. They shouldn't be going in there, period. It's fucking full of germs. But also, don't let them. My mom would never let me go into a gas station bathroom by myself. She loved me. Yeah. Like, dude, let watch your kids. And it's yeah. not like they're telling people like to come off the streets and use the bathroom in an elementary school. Like, these are public restrooms. Mm-hmm. Like, don't let your kid go in by themselves to be like, that's dangerous anyway. Yeah. Doesn't matter if they're transgender or anything. If if there's other humans in there, there's other adults in there. They all could be molesters. And I know. (laughs) Listen, and I, you know what? I feel like I don't want to like shit all over conservatives and everything because there's like enough of that going on in this country. And and to be fair, in certain situations, it's good to be conservative. It's good to have tradition. You know, holidays. Holidays are that's basically what they are, right? Tradition. Mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, lynching black people not a good tradition holidays suck though well i mean all of them are pretty useless i love christmas that's about it right what's a tradition okay well i'll put it this way what's a tradition you like uh fantasy football all right that's like you said the one thing i could give two shits about (laughs) you know what i don't want i don't want to i don't want to go in on fantasy football right now because we've already like decimated and you know any fan we ever wanted from the south is gone so i also want to like get the football lovers out too also in a in like a sexual setting i could i think the accent's kind of hot oh but that's that that's it i don't oh really no you wouldn't want to fuck a girl from the south not uh, based on their accent no oh really no why um never into the whole daisy duke thing really no i mean it's fine but mostly be annoying i think I don't know. Give me a, give me a British accent all day. Oh, a British accent. Oh yeah. Uh, I don't know. Well, listen to each his own. Mm-hmm. I just think like if I wanted to get fucked by like you know, I don't know Harry Potter or like uh, what's his face and Smokey and the Bandit. Um, who's that hot guy? Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds. Oh, dude, yeah. right in the back of that the Camaro or whatever the fuck it was. Dude, I would even you know, even his like his long haul trucker friend with like the weird basset hound eyes, Enos or whatever the hell. No, that was the the villain. Whoever his, his name was. He doesn't really have that strong of a southern accent though. Oh, like you know what accent trips me the fuck out? A Louisiana accent. Yeah. I, well, I used to love that show Swamp People because oh, I I could yeah, not great. I could not believe these people existed. Um, and then and I and I'm not trying to be an asshole, but I thought that. They just all collectively had a speech impediment. And then my father was like, no, no, like that's just how they talk down there. Like it's like the the Cajun where like they just it's like they see the consonants and the vowels and they're like, well, we're just going to pronounce two out of the six in the word and we'll do that. And you're like, so everything you can like vaguely make out what they're saying. Mm -hmm. 
Like they talk like a fucking banjo sounds like. Which is which is <sighs> kind of beautiful. Yeah. Well, again, maybe in like a sexual setting when you're just trying to get like information quickly. Not going to work. <sighs> like we used to drive to Florida like three times a year. Whenever you'd hit those southern states and you got to go like you went to go in and grab a coffee. It was like a two hour process, dude. They just, it's like so slow. It's probably healthier for you, but also it's like you can never get, you, how do you get anything done? The, t- the talking, they got to like ask you about your whole family and then it's like, I just can't. I honestly feel that way just in LA. You think it's slow? It, it's, it's slower Compared than New, to New York. York. Yeah, it is. And I, I couldn't do Florida, no. But yeah, no, Florida's like, again, that's like a, a conversation for another day, but Florida's like, I mean. Different planet. It, it is it's it's something in the water. <laughs> I think that's what happens when like it's like you have like really poor people and really rich people in like a tropical climate and obviously like a lot of like a lot of drugs. It's like a port city. It's just it's like a breeding ground for like crazy ass shit, dude. Like the thi- like and it's like people always say like, the, you know, Florida man it was on that show Atlanta. It's like if you ever see a whack headline, but then you read like, oh, it was in Florida. You're like, oh, well, that 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 works. It could be the craziest thing you've ever heard, and then it'll be like, oh, but it was in Florida, and you're like, well, that's normal. Um, all right. I think that's pretty much it for the week. What do you think? Anything else? Anything else you want to talk about? No, this is a good episode. You got to bash Southerners. <laughs> I got to bash. Guys, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'll post a nude with like the uh, Confederate flag in the background. I'll, I'll probably can rescue half of the population. I'll get half of them back doing that, I think. You know? It ain't over till it's over. I'm not beyond forgiveness at this point. I'm just, I'm just merely, and I'm from Jersey, so you could say a lot of bad shit about me too, and it's probably true. That's like the south of New York. Oh, yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. Jersey is to New York what, like, Louisiana is to, like, North Carolina. It's, like, similar, but one is significantly worse than the other. Yeah. So, but again, I always say, like, New York and New Jersey, it's all good. It's not as bad as Staten Island. So. Definitely true. That's, I think that's a good note to, to end on. I think so. All right, until next week. This has been a Lug Hole Podcast.